Good afternoon with KSOM, KS95 News. I'm Tom Robinson. A Mason City man was arrested for attempted murder in Adair County. Mandy Billings has the story. The Adair County Sheriff's Office says at 11.58 p.m. on Sunday, they received a cellular 911 call. The line was open, but initially there was no response. A short time later, the dispatcher could hear a female screaming stop repeatedly. 911 mapping showed that the call was coming from a location on Interstate 80. On Monday at 12.04 a.m., a passerby placed a second cellular 911 call. The male caller described some sort of altercation between a male and a female in or very near the inside lane of travel. The caller also noted a vehicle in the ditch west of the female and male. This caller placed the incident at approximately the 84-mile marker of I-80, which is east of the Casey Interchange. An Adair County Deputy Sheriff and an Adair Police Officer arrived at the 84-mile marker at 12.06 a.m., locating a vehicle in the ditch, but did not initially locate any persons. Later, yelling could be heard east of their location. Law enforcement then located a male subject holding another person in his arms with what appeared to be blood on the ground near the two. The male subject was handcuffed, and life-saving treatment was immediately administered to the adult female. The female stated that it was the male subject who was in custody who had stabbed her. It is believed that the female was stabbed or cut in excess of 10 times, with at least one stab wound causing potentially life-threatening injuries. The victim was transported by air ambulance to a Des Moines area hospital. The male subject was identified as 50-year-old Michael Dolezal of Mason City. Dolezal was placed under arrest and transported to the Adair County Jail. He was charged with attempted murder and possession of a controlled substance third or subsequent offense. At his initial appearance, Dolezal's bond was set at $300,000 cash only. First responders assisting with this critical incident include the Adair Police Department, the Stewart Police Department, Adair Rescue, Stewart Rescue, the Adair County Ambulance, and the Adair County Sheriff's Office Communications Center. This incident remains under investigation. I'm Andy Bellings reporting. Red Oak Police arrested 61-year-old Daniel Mark Kennersley of Red Oak early this morning near North 2nd and Joy Streets. Officers transported Kennersley to the Montgomery County Jail on charge of two counts of harassment first degree. Authorities held him on a $2,000 bond. Creston Police arrested 46-year-old Karina Lynn Wilkinson of Creston on Monday on a Union County warrant for possession of a controlled substance meth second offense and possession of a controlled substance marijuana second offense. Wilkinson was taken to the Union County Jail where she was released on a $3,000 cash or surety bond. Ottoman City Clerk Joe Foran says he plans to move his office to the former Ottoman State Bank facility by October 31st. The Ottoman City Council held a special meeting to discuss the move and sharing the space with the county during the courthouse HVAC project. City Clerk Joe Foran says representatives from the county appeared at the meeting. They were discussing very preliminary plans on using the offices temporarily. plan is, is they're going to get um, a list of needs from all the different departments that will be moving over from the county um, for the city council meeting on October 9th. And uh, then the council can decide um, how to coordinate that. Um, so no action was taken that night for that. Foreign says the city council made some decisions and set a time frame of October 31st for the city offices to move to the former bank building. We've got some coordination plans. Uh, I gave the council a list of uh, some things I think need to be done. They approved a few of them right now. And the rest are going to wait until we make a decision on um, 
how we're going to work with the county. Foreign says his office will make the move during this time frame, and it is uncertain when the city council meetings will start at the new facility. Well, we'll definitely be moving my office, the city clerk's office over there. Um, we probably will not have city council meetings there yet until after the county's moved out. Um, Basically, my office will be sharing with the county in that building for a while. Horn believes initially everything will probably work with the temporarily sharing space with the county. In the meantime, they're looking into the needs of the county department's heads to ensure a smooth transition. In other business, the city announced October 13th as a city cleanup day. Residents wishing to get rid of old furniture or appliances can contact the city clerk's office, pay for a sticker, place the items on the curb, and have them hauled away. Cass County Board of Supervisors this morning approved contracts for two box culvert projects. Cass County Engineer Trent Wilkins said one project is located northeast of Cumberland where a pipe arch is failing and the other project is located over Elm Creek southwest of Messina, AM Coron and Son, and Gus Construction had the low bids for the projects. I was high on one and low on the other, but then the net of both of them my budget is $1.16 million for both of them, and it came in at $1.11. So I'm 45000 under estimate for both of them. Wolken also reported that work continues on their three bridge projects, and patching will possibly start next week on Victoria Road, G61, Glacier Road, and G30. The supervisors also approved the abatement of all taxes, penalty, and interest for two parcels in the city of Messina and heard a report from General Services and Mental Health Director Debbie Schuler. Well, today the Montgomery County Board of Supervisors approved the bid of $310 for the lease renewal for the 114.5-acre county farm. Last week, two farming operations, including the current operators, submitted the same bid of $310 per acre. Supervisor Chairman Mike Olson consulted with County Attorney Drew Swanson on what should be done moving forward. During our meeting, we opened bids. We had a, a tie of $310 per acre. Uh, one bid was with by Nain Belt and Brent Bailey. The second one was by Austin Dyson. Uh, Nain and Brent were actually the, the current tenants. And I uh, called and talked with, with Drew and Bruce both, and they both recommended to defer back to the, the current tenants in, in, in an event of a tie. So it was recommended. I'd just like a motion to go ahead and approve that. I'll make that motion to approve Belt and Bailey for the farm lease. I'll second that. Roll call. Cooper. Yes. Robinson. Yes. Olson. Yes. Peterson. Yes. Schmidt. Yes. Five proposals were submitted to the board, including 271 per acre, 278, 303, and two bids of 310 dollars per acre. In other business, the supervisor approved an agreement with the Iowa DOT for the detour and traffic site at Highway 34 and Highway 48, and they supported the claims payable and a request to decrease Stanton City-owned property taxes for parcel at 225 Center Street. And the Ottoman County Road Department says the culvert replacement project on 160th Street between Heron Avenue and Goldfinch Avenue is complete. The road is now open to through traffic. Although the summer travel season recently ended, Iowans are already beginning to lock in their holiday travel plans. 
According to a new AAA survey, just over 52% of Iowa residents plan a holiday vacation. However, less than half of them, 40%, booked holiday plans earlier this year due to higher travel prices. Brian Ortner with AAA says nearly half of holiday travelers plan at least one flight during the holiday season. I guess if you're a risk taker, you can wait because obviously sometimes you wait till last minute. You may get some lower prices on some things. But if, you know, with the holiday season, with Christmas falling on a Monday, and we know how Thanksgiving falls, um, if you want a certain itinerary and you want a competitive price, booking now is definitely the way to go. Ordner says the busiest travel days for the Thanksgiving holiday will be Tuesday, Wednesday, and Sunday. The timing for the Christmas holiday is more spread out for Iowans who are planning a trip for Christmas. Only 9% have finalized plans, and many will wait until October and November to book. Now, AAA has this advice for booking a flight. Book early for the best combination of availability and price, and most travelers want to skip layovers and get right to their destination. That means nonstop flights will fill up fast, especially those going cross-country or internationally. And book a direct flight that leaves early in the morning. Afternoon and evening flights are more susceptible to delays, cancellations due to weather or other unforeseen circumstances, and connecting flights multiplies the risk of something going wrong. And consider traveling a day or two earlier than planned. Even if though you face delays, you're still likely to arrive on time. And if your flight has connections, build between flights in a couple of hours. If your first flight is delayed, you're less likely to miss your second one. An event highlighting the area trails and parks will be held on Sunday, October 1st in Atlantic. Nishna Valley Trails is hosting the Tour de Parks Free community 10-mile group ride around Atlantic, stopping at multiple parks where various organizations and community groups will greet riders and provide information and activities and organizations involved in the Atlantic community. What we're trying to do uh, is to focus on the um, the beautiful parks and recreational facilities uh, that we have here in Atlantic. And uh, so we've developed a, uh, a short, leisurely group 10-mile bike ride around uh, the various parks in town uh, to highlight them and also the trail network that is uh, coming into, into uh, shape here in town. That's Dave Chase, president of the Nishna Valley Trails Organization. He says the ride starts and ends at the Atlantic City Park. The Kiwanas provide riders a free meal at the city park when they finish the ride, and singer Sarah Selders will be performing at the park shelter. Dave Chase and John Jordan will guide the group ride that starts promptly at 2 p.m. on Sunday at the city park. And we'll proceed from there to uh, various parts. Uh, Sunnyside Park will be uh, the first one that we hit to highlight the splash pad. Then we uh, go to some of the lesser-known parks in town, uh, some that even some of our local residents probably don't know about. Cedar Street Park, for example, Harl Holt Park, is on the route. Uh, of course, we'll hit Schilberg and the trails there. Uh, and basically, you uh, uh, use the north part of town because it's a lot flatter. Uh, we had some complaints uh, last year about the hills. If you ride a bike in Atlantic, uh, you, you're going to encounter some hills. But we've developed a route this year that is much flatter and more bike-friendly. The organizations planning to host stops at parks along the route include the Atlantic Lions Club, Cass County Grow, another row, Atlantic Rotary, Nisha Valley Family YMCA, Nisha Valley Trails, Cass County Conservation, and the Atlantic Kiwanis. The event is free 
and no registration is required. And for questions, contact Dave Chase at 712-249-3059. I'm Tom Robinson. Have a great afternoon.